Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama students and teachers. I'm Nick Waxman and this is part one of our podcast all about vocabulary for acting, expressive skills. How we talk about the body and its features matters. In this episode, I will try and offer a number of ways you can break down, describe and explain the expressive skills. Let's get on with it. Voice. Number one, pitch. The highness or lowness of a sound. Was the voice deep and gravelly or high and squeaky? Was there a range of pitches or was it consistent? Pace. The rate at which words are spoken. Were the words spoken quickly, rapidly, or slowly and leisurely? This includes rushed or sluggish speech patterns too. Hurried or harried speech. Rhythm. The link between pace and pause. Was the speech rhythmical, laboured, consistent, steady, irregular, intermittent, constant, unbroken, regular? Pause. Where sound stops. How often, where, and for how long? Did the actor use few, many, or deliberate pauses? Was the speech measured and clear? Was there silence used for effect? Or perhaps slurred, overlapping, incoherent, or stuttered words? Was the speech rhythmical, laboured, consistent, steady, irregular, intermittent, constant, unbroken? Projection. Projection enables audiences to hear the voice. Did the projection match the space, the character, the performance style, or the context? Was it naturalistic or performative, strong or weak, resonant, tinny, booming, rich, volume? How loudly, softly the words are spoken. This is from a whisper, a whimper, a murmur, hushed, quiet, soft, low, droning, to crying, shrieking, screaming, yelling, roaring, bellowing, screeching and howling. Articulation. Clarity of voice. This is mumbling, muttering, slurring. Fluent, eloquent, expressive, clipped, harsh, choppy, tight, loose, incoherent. Tone. The feeling or emotion in the voice. Was it thick or thin? Stirring or lazy? Gravelly, nasal? Tone affects the mood. Sarcastic, harsh, rude, insolent, kind, respectful, dismissive, pleading. What did the tone do to the scene, to the other characters, to the audience? Cueing. When to speak. Does the voice give emotional cues or literal cues? Do we use the voice to signal a moment on the stage, such as a war cry or an order? Or does the voice give us emotional cues, such as whimpering, stuttering, pauses, or silence? Inflection and intonation, the rise and fall of a voice. Australians typically have an upward inflection to the end of their sentences. It sounds like statements are questions. Or... It sounds like statements are questions. This is modulating your voice to a particular rhythm and tonal melody or having particular traits in your speech pattern. You can describe inflection using tone, rhythm, pitch and volume. Accent. Accent can be particular to a country, society or culture. Accent can be described via geography, like English, but even English UK accents are a rich tapestry. Accents are numerous. You've got the Cockney accent. All right, something or nothing, whatever. You've got the Yorkshire accent. Mr. Blake, I think you'll find it's actually over there. Or the Geordie accent. Literally, where I grew up, really. Absolutely. Or the Scouse. Well, sir, you know, I don't like what I'm thinking, you know, like that, you know. Scottish and Glaswegian accents. Hello there, all right, all right, all right, that's like, okay. And then you've got, 
hello, my name's Mrs. Doubtfire. And then you've got the Billy Connolly, like what? That's come out of nowhere, absolutely flabbergasted everyone. And you've got Irish accent, the diddly dee potatoes, alright, alright, this is where we're going, this is what we're doing. Alright, can you listen to me now? And uh, you've got the standard British accent, hello. The classical British accent, think the murder on the Orient Express. Oh, hap, oh, heaven to Betsy, no, I cannot believe that occurred. Broadcast British, hello there chappies out there on the front, don't forget that we've got your back. Uh, the BBC British, there was likely a murder in the capital tonight. Posh English, well, absolutely frightfully sorry. I didn't mean to upset you, madam. Or more specifically, upper RP. RP there stands for received pronunciation, and that's defined by the Oxford Dictionary. American accents are as broad. Some subcategories are the general American. Hello, it's a pleasure to meet you today. Boston accent or the East New England. Yeah, the Boston accent, it's tough. It's hard. Uh, you got to go to the theater. You got to get a coupon. It's hard. You got the New York City accent. Hey, I'm walking here. Can you see the road? Yeah, your mother as well. You got the Mid-Atlantic. Think 1950s movies or, or Fraser Crane. I'll tell them, but don't you dare turn this back on me. Uh, the Coastal Southern. Well, over there, there's the Blue Ridge Mountain, and that one's quite nice, and Mum and Papa, and they love to go out there, there with me. Inland Southern, which is Texas. Well, bless my soul, that is a fine predicament you've got yourself into. Great Lakes or Chicago? Exactly right. Welcome to Chicago. Upper Midwest, think Fargo. Oh, don't you know absolutely darn tootin' I would. Uh, Western American, L.A. Oh, my God, I cannot believe it. Can you believe it? Believe it. I can't even spell it. And then you've got a mix of Canadian accent, Eastern Canadian accent. I mean, there's so many varieties. I think just in southern Texas alone, you've got that. You best let that sound hang out there. Oh, I'm simply parched. To the more slapstick comical, southern. Well, howdy, partner. I absolutely do declare I am so happy to be here. <laughs> all right. Then you have a host of accents so wide and varied it's impossible to mention them all. You've got Mexican, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, Greek, Japanese, Iranian, Dutch, Swedish. The list goes on and on and on. If you can find out where your play is set, you are far more likely to be able to be specific about what accent the actors were using to create their characters. Breathing. You use breathing to allow for a controlled use of voice. It conveys feelings. Think of a sigh or a gasp or a moan, a groan, a grunt, a whimper, a pant, a puff or a wheeze. Think about repetition, repeating a sound or a word for emphasis. You could use words like reiteration, repeating or echoing. Emphasis. Choosing to stress particular words to convey meaning, giving them weight, stress, and importance. Well, that is the end of part one of our podcast on vocabulary for acting expressive skills. If you would like to keep listening, please do, or you can go to our episode bank where you can find a whole range of episodes that might pique your interest. Please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. You can send us a question or some feedback, and we can respond to it in a future episode. Thank you very much to Eltham College for letting us record here, and of course Aaron Searle for providing the music. And thank you for listening. Thank you.